Does it start? Should we try that again? <laughs> I don't think it's going to get better. <laughs> Welcome to a serious series of utmost importance, the series. I'm Neil. I'm Tom. And I'm Michael. <laughs> well, our guest today is Michael J. Michael J. A. Huh. Michael uh, J. Michael J. Uh, no relation. Visiting us from Mean Streets of Noma. Yep. In which, for those of you not familiar with DC, in the last five years, is a new neighborhood stands for north of Massachusetts. Yo, those south of Massachusetts eat donkey poop. <laughs> this is, Are as you can tell, going to be a much more vulgar that... episode than most. I'm going to censor a lot of this episode. Then I will stick to Mike, what are borderline we, uh, squares. Uh, well, we're going to talk about the best band of all time, and that's uh, Animal Are Climate. they the best band of all time? Mmm. You tell me. This is your show. I, I don't think they're the best band of all time, but I think they're a really good the monkeys. band. Wow. Oh, starting it off by saying you don't think they're the best. Well, I don't want to lie. I think... I, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it is definitely the band that I've seen most how, live. How many times yes. have you guys seen them? You also, because... Probably like five Six. times. Six. I think I've only seen them twice. I think so. Oh, really? At 9.30 Club? Yeah, yeah I like saw them twice, twice at the 9.30 Club with you. Yeah. I feel like I've seen them four different times at 9.30 Club. Maybe. <laughs> I think so, too. Once before, with was it Tame dress. Impala, I think? And then uh, I I saw them like you weren't there. Oh, I've seen them at uh, Merriweather, too. Yeah, that, that was, was Tame Impala. Impala. And then I saw yeah, them once when I was Impala. in high school. In Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Right. Yeah, man, nice. in Brooklyn. In the mean streets of Brooklyn. I sound a lot more urban than my life has been. You guys, when did you first hear of Animal Collective and, like, actually try to listen to the music? I'm guessing it, for you, it was when you went to that concert. And that was like, the first time I this? heard them, but I, like, didn't really like them at the time, so I didn't listen to that much. I think I... Not until, like, college I tried to listen to It was definitely college. I think it was um, around sophomore year of college. I was listening to Meriwether. Okay. Just because it was recommended by someone. And I remember the first time I listened to it, I just thought, what the hell is this? This makes, this, this is just noise. I had the same, okay. So it sounds like we had the all same experience. We were like, oh, I heard about this really cool band. And then it was just a guy yelling on a loop for, like, six (laughs) minutes nonstop. 
I imagine it's very similar to what a renaissance and... fair would feel like the first time you go. No, because I feel like you know what a renaissance turkey legs. fair is. It's turkey legs and, well, I guess people would be like fatter and creepier than they even appear in like television. You mean they don't all look like Game of Thrones? At least like the lead actors and actresses? I don't really know. Maybe I'm just, I, I, have, I haven't been to a renaissance fair, so I, I can tell either. you. Yet. I haven't either. Have you been to medieval yes. times? No. You haven't been to medieval times? <laughs> No, I haven't even been to White Castle. I don't think I don't, I don't know uh, if they're the okay. same category great. of things. It's not great. They're both castles. Yeah, That's I guess. True. Now I want a Harold and Kumar go to I medieval times. I have watched time Castle, movie. the TV show. That would be great, but not like very far. I never saw them get married. The Castle TV show. Yeah. Is that the one where he's a yeah. middle-aged like, author? I, I, I don't even think they were dating. Like when I stopped hmm. watching. Anyways. No. Yeah, so it was a weird, uh, a weird first experience with them, and I wanted to not listen to them anymore. And one of my friends from high school actually was like, "No, no, just, just listen to Meriwether all the way through, and then listen again, and then you'll understand it." And I tried to do that. Yeah, did that work? It, it, it got catchier. The beat started sounding better to me. It started becoming catchier, and I wanted to listen to it a third time. I think Meriwether must have been... It was definitely the first one I listened to also. Mm-hmm. But I think I kept trying and still like didn't like it for a really long time. And then listened to Strawberry Jam and really liked that one. Which I think is a little bit more accessible. Is it more accessible, really? It's a lot more screaming, I think. That really spoke to me. Screaming. <laughs> That's like the best part. You know, forever green, all the screaming. Plus fireworks is, I think, a more accessible song. Yeah. Well, let's start from uh, let's start from the beginning then. All right, with, let's do it. With their discography. What's so, their first album? Uh, that Baby Tear and Tando Bear one. Oh. Spirit, yes. they've left. Spirit, something, something. Spirit, Spirit they're gone. Spirit, they vanished. Mm. Yeah, I was close. Uh, you were close. That that wasn't actually. So it's retroactively their first album, right? But um, their first album they actually recorded together was in two thousand three. Here comes the Indian, and right. then they categorized all their previous collaborations as Animal Collective. Also, yeah. This is going to be but a discussion I, of Animal Collective from people who only have ever listened to their late stuff, right? <laughs> I've Let's just get that to, out of the way for I've, any like hardcore early animal collective fans who who want to hear some deep cut references. We're not. We're gonna stick to like fireworks <laughs> and shit yeah. like that, aren't we? Have you yeah. guys tried listening to earlier? Once, I don't yeah, have the same, patience for same. it. That's the problem. It's hard. Like their spirit, first album, they've gone. Spirit, they vanished. Their first album on Spotify is Dance Manatee. <laughs> well, that's Animal Collective. Yeah, but the AV Tear and Panda Bear was. Before that, the spirit they've gone, spirit they vanished. Yeah, and apparently um, there is a fan favorite song. Alvin Rowe is like really popular. The last, that's the last song. Yeah, right? right. But my question is, Dance Manatee is listed as coming out in the year two thousand, and then the other one is coming out in two thousand one. I have the opposite. I think it's the opposite. That's what I thought. Maybe Spotify is wrong. I think Spotify is wrong. Uh, either way, I haven't listened to either of those albums. <laughs> they or are the one after that, more... Holland Dagen. 
Yeah. Or the one after that, Here Comes the Indian. Yep. <laughs> Which you would think I would have listened to. I don't think it's referring to your kind of Indian. Damn. Actually, it could be. I don't know. But I have listened to Sung Tongs. Yes, yes, that's basically where I start also. It's where we How about all you, start. That's where you started also? Um, let me see. Yes. Yes. And then Feels. But whatever so came between listen, those, I I've skipped. listened to Banshee Beat on Feels, and I don't think okay. I've listened to anything else. Banshee Beat is amazing. Feels has bees. Bees is unreal. I haven't <laughs> listened to bees. Are we not just going to play bees on repeat Most... this entire episode? Most people hate that song. Jake, I think you may like it now. It's because they so... play it at all their things, and it's oh, just I... like fun to be like, yeah. <laughs> Right. That's pretty much how is it goes. That, is that actually how it goes? There's pretty. also some sort of like Asian instrument that they yeah. play. It's like a hard drum. Instrument. Just add that in there. Some sort of like Asian string lute or something like that. <laughs> I guess all loops are stringed, but you know what I mean. I actually have no idea what you mean. Well, you don't know about the loop like, string Asian? Brum, 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 brum. And then, like what Jake said, the bees, the bees, the bees. Can you? Can one of you vocalize the Asian loot thing and one of you did. do the bees part? I okay, also did the thing. I'll do the but Asian But they're not necessarily like laid over each other. Sometimes oh, it's like, not. yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's also some like, like whooshing. Yeah. Well, I don't even need to listen to the song ever. I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten got the, the best possible version of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've definitely seen them perform it because they would always perform it. Not, no. Actually, I think when we first went, the first few times, they were not. And you and I, Jake, saw them like, I think we saw them twice on the same tour. So we saw them twice. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever no, seen them play bees. I, Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe we did see them twice in the same. T- they just keep because, coming back. Well, because we saw them on their own at nine thirty club, and then we saw them open for Tame Impala at Merryweather like nine months or a year later or something. Hmm. They live around here. <laughs> anyway, apparently, um, going back to Sung Pons. Yeah, we should they, that. Uh, so fun note on that: they just their last tour, they were playing Sung Pons in its entirety. At some point, really? we switched from calling you Mike, by the way. I know. <laughs> but it's I fine. definitely thought about it. Keep Wait, going. why were we calling him Mike? It's Michael my first Jay. name. I didn't want to give things away. This is Jake. God damn it. <laughs> when we have Chris on, we call him Chris. Chris's first or... name is... Is it not Chris? Is it? <laughs> His name is actually John. Chris's first yeah. name is actually Asian Loot. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay this is the type of stuff that i usually try to edit out in post of course so sung um, tongs yeah was rated pitchfork's number two album of 2004 which i think is interesting um, pitchfork what do you think about pitchfork in general i think they're really up their own ass and I used to really like like listening or like like reading it, but I'm like, what should I listen to? And I really have no idea. It definitely gave me some direction of where to go, yeah. but now I'm just like, eh, these guys are annoying. Yeah, I agree. Jake? 
I won't let them like ruin an album for me, but like if they're like really pushing one, I'll be like, I should listen to it. Yeah, they're. I mean, that's fair. Actually, it's good for that. Yeah. They're negative reviews. I, I give less credence. <laughs> I like reading negative reviews, though. I always have. Like right. when like somebody really hates something like so viscerally, it's always fun to read. There was one Pitchfork the zero. review. Yeah, what was it? It was um, a really famous one. Wasn't yeah. it one of the Sonic Youth ones? For a negative review? Yes, they gave it wasn't it wasn't like one of the the big. It's New York City Ghosts and Flowers. They gave it a zero point zero. Whoa! And the caption is, "No, I have not forgotten to put the numbers into the rating spaces above." <laughs> No, I'm thinking of Black Kids. Okay. Um, they're the band that sings I'm Not Gonna Teach Your Boyfriend How to Dance With You. Never you guys heard that? No. Nah. They're very mid-2000s. Okay. So, and I think so that's excellent. where they stopped. But they got like a really viscerally bad review from Pitchfork and it basically ended their career. Oh, damn. I kind of agree with Jake that like I like the negative reviews, but the one like the positive ones are just too much. Like they just like like if you read like a Radiohead review or something, or like maybe my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, you're gonna see some really esoteric like just topping on Kanye's the in the review and it's just disgusting just no no excuse for something that bad it's here here's the here's what the review was they gave the album a 3.3 um and the picture of the album on the page was just the a picture of the word sorry (laughs) and the only text in the review was um a colon dash and then a slash so like that frowny face that was it. That was the review. I mean, I kind of like that. <laughs> um, anyway. what's your favorite what's your favorite song on Sung Tongs? I my fake favorite song is College. But my real favorite song is Winter's Love. I don't remember either of those songs. College is just like, there's like a 30 second musical intro and then all they say is, you don't have to go to college. And then it's over. I I actually do remember that now. (laughs) You guys are doing very well with the- uh, We've seen them like eight times. With the what? (laughs) With, with the vocal oh, yeah. reenactment. Oh, we need to because you apparently don't remember anything. Um, and apparently, uh, I, Winter's Love was featured on a Simpsons episode, which is new to me. At this point, probably every song in by every band has been featured on. The I'm Simpsons almost positive. I bet it was on Animal Collective has like been an episode at this point. Yeah, <laughs> they've directed an episode. We need more bands. Is that a is that a Simpsons coffee mug, by the way? That is a, a Simpsons coffee mug. <laughs> it's like a Simpsons donut. Which it means it's not a coffee it. mug, it's a donut. 
it's true. No, but it's it's yeah. Isn't that like a physics See, thing? It's like the coffee table book that's the coffee Yeah, table. but isn't that like a physics thing? Because there's not a hole in it. It's not a donut. But, yes, but which means it's fundamentally not a coffee cup. There's no physics things about what is fundamentally it's a coffee cup. It's something is like not a circle or a circle. You're thinking, you're thinking of that equation yeah. about a torus? Wait, so this is perfect for you because when you drink a cup of coffee, you only drink half of it. And that cup can probably only fit half of a real cup of coffee, right? I, when is a coffee this, mug a donut? That's probably true. I drink most of my coffee now, but I drink less cups. So I probably average mm. about the same amount of coffee. Mm. Just more more condensed in time. Anyways, my favorite songs on Sung Tongs <laughs> are uh, "Who Could Win a Rabbit" and "Leaf House." Oh, so you're are you telling me that you listen to the first two songs from the album and change it to something else? <laughs> uh, I just like "Who Could Win a Rabbit" so much. I don't know why. That is a good song. Jake, what are yours? Uh, I don't even know. Some of the basic bitch ones. I like fireworks. I always like fireworks. See, we don't even there need to skip. We could just. Ones. We don't need to skip this episode okay. because you guys can just sing. You can I just know. take Tom singing college as the opening. <laughs> um, That's true. No, uh, I do like fireworks. And and the one with the like, yeah. It's not on the Which one are we talking about? I'm not listening to you guys. Sun we're, talking, we're still talking about Sun Tongs. I've listened to Sun Tongs. <laughs> okay, let's move on then. Uh, we already talked a little bit about feels. Is there anything else to mention about feels? Yes. Uh, first of all, great album cover. Very, and the album itself is very relaxing. Like, perfect if you just want to chill out. The album and... cover looks like an illuminated manuscript. Yeah. It is pretty neat. Um, I don't know. I always thought that little kid was Buddha on the side or something, but... Oh wait, no! I actually yeah. do like a song from be... Some Tongs. I take it back. Is Leaf House okay. the one? that's like yeah. Oh, so you just listen to the first two songs on the album and then Only you start listening to something else, huh? That's right. a good first song. Eels' favorite the... songs. That one is clearly these. Um. I, again, I think yeah, Banshee Beat is probably the only thing I've listened to, but just looking at this track list, I want to listen to Daffy Duck. I was going to say, it's really good. It's really slow and relaxed. Um, and at the end, he like dies. He goes like... <laughs> Daffy Duck dies? I guess. So it was duck season. Yeah, wabbit season. Turn Into duck Something season. is also very good. Also, Lock Raven. That's something in Maryland, right? Could be. They are, I mean, very Marylandy. Yeah. They all grew up in Baltimore, uh, Baltimore County, not Baltimore City, I think. Right. I think, I think it was because I was like driving around Maryland once and I saw Lock Raven. And I was like, oh my god, like Animal Collective. But... It's like how um, I was driving around uh, England one time and I saw. Um, <laughs> Um, Anarchy, sorry, tranquility based hotel and casino. Is that a real road. place? No. Oh, God. Um, we're in 2005 now with Feels, and then we jumped to 2007, and that's, I think, 
that's the beginning of where I would say I started. I really like everything they do, which was Strawberry Jam. Yeah, that and me. Uh, that's still my favorite because it's the most. It's the there. most straightforward and commercial. I mean, it definitely is, it? is. I play people this album and people who like who cursorily like Animal Collective just from Merriweather, and this is the one where people are like, there's too much screaming, I don't know why they're all so screamy. Because this is more A.V. Tear, and Animal and uh, Merriweather was more Panda Bear. Oh, really? Driven. Yeah, that's the difference. Um, I mean, this is, at Fireworks, I think anyone would like, you know, if not super screamy. Mm-hmm. You like screams. You go for yes. Reverend Green. Clearly, if you like people saying "bonefish," you go for Peace Bone. <laughs> Peace Bone is my favorite song on this album by far. Jake, what's your favorite song on Peace, on uh, Peace on, Bone? <laughs> not Peace Bone. Strawberry Jam. Um, like probably Fireworks, just because like everything. But I like Unsolved Mysteries a lot. Yeah, Lionel song, right? Is it? Ooh. I think I played I mean, it on Lion Aid. Probably. I'm sure we've played at least two of these. I remember you on this song, you... I think we had a debate about if it about was actually like, River. a violent song. <laughs> yeah. And Are you sharks. sure this wasn't just something we read on Mew? No, I think it was Do you. Do you guys give shout-outs to Mew? But they, I'm sure they have a... a Wide podcast listening community. Mew would Mew would look down. This, on yeah, obviously they would not approve. And for our listeners, Mew refers to Forkhand Music page. Shout out to Mew. Which, yeah, uh, shout out to K-pop, K-pop General. General. <laughs> what the hell Sor- are you guys? Talking source of about? K-pop news and uh, commentary on the web. Anyway. They this like Animal Collective. They love Animal Collective. They do. I think that they're 50-50, where, where everyone loves Animal Collective, but 50% of them pretend uh, that they hate them. I mean, and the other I imagine like 10-20% to 20% just hate Animal Collective. I don't think they all love it. So we've skipped all the um, EPs. The EPs. I have not listened to I have Fall Behind. I don't remember. Um... I mean, just going through the list, there's 2003 Campfire Songs, 2005 Prospect Hummer, 2006 People, 2006 Who Could Win a Rabbit, I guess that's just the single, the B-side of that is Baby Day. I don't, I don't know any of those. Um, 2006 Grass, 2007 Peace Bone was a single with Safer as the B-side. Oh, water curses! Could have brought me on for a talking heads to that, you guys? episode, and Tom and I would just sing all of their like non-album singles to each oh, other. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys let's, listened to water curses at all? If you do have one of those, you have to have me back. I will. We will. I haven't listened to water curses. I know that um, there are there's at least one EP that I have listened to that's really good. I think um, my favorite animal collective thing is an ep but we'll get to it so uh yeah, water curses into water curses in 2008 and then um a couple different ones in 2009 and i think that's when merryweather was right right um one more note on peace bone mm-hmm. 
I did not know this, but uh, the music video for Peace Bone makes many references to the film Aliens and tells a love story between a xenomorph-like creature and a girl. I did oh. not know that either. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. I've never seen any of the Alien huh. movies either. I actually haven't either. Neither have I. I've heard really good things. Pretty embarrassed. We should do an Alien episode. Yeah, right since now. we seem equally qualified to speak about the that. The new one was good. Well, I've seen some clips where it puffs ass in uh, the stomach, and obviously that parody in Spaceballs. Right. Obviously. There was that ride at uh, Disney World that went through all these classic movies, and at some point a xenomorph pops out of the top. Oh, I wow. exactly what you're talking about. I do actually know. It's at Epcot. <laughs> yeah. No, it's at Hollywood Studios. Ah, shit. They actually closed <laughs> it. It's not there anymore. What? Fuck. It was called The Great Movie Ride, and they got rid of it. I've been on it. Yeah. Have I? Yes, I have. Tom hasn't. He's never been to Disney World. What? Oh, you only go to the land? Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time. Yeah, because who's going to Anaheim? A lot of people. Angels fans. Ducks fans. <laughs> That is the official opinion of serious, serious. Well, I yeah, I don't like podcast. <laughs> so the reason um, we did this episode right now is because 2019 is the 10th anniversary of Meriwether Post Pavilion, and now that we've come crazy. up to that point in the discography. Yeah, every song on Meriwether has something going for it. I think every song, except for Bluish. I kind of. Okay, for Meriwether, this is where it's hard for me to differentiate the songs. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I listened to this album, like, many times, and I couldn't tell you what, like, half these songs sound like. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a brief vocal rendition of a song on Meriwether, and you have to tell me what song you think it is. Fine, but you, you can't pick any of the obvious ones. <clears throat> yeah. Lying in a coma, lying in a coma. <laughs> is that the... Taste. A guy's eyes. <laughs> it is. How did you know? Um, Lion Dakota, great song. Great song. In the Flowers sure. is a great song. My yes. Girls is, I think, probably their most popular song. I think so. I, Brother's Sport is also fantastic. That's also potentially one that's of the most popular songs. That's the song of Mew. That's, that's my top four on this album. I, top four? They? In the Flowers, My Girls, Lion Dakota, and Brother's Sport. Um, I take would take out Brothers in the Sport flowers, out. put in summertime clothes. I would, I would take Brother Sport out and put in summertime clothes. Well, Ooh. top five then. I'll just throw in summertime clothes. <laughs> then we have the same. Just top cheating. Five. You pick top, top five. Well, all right, but then what's the best song on this album? My favorite is in the flowers. Jake, Brother Sport. I agree with Jake. Brother Sport. What? How come? Yeah. I think most people would agree with you, but that part where he's like, "I know this is the is good." That that one part. <laughs> um, what is he actually saying? Open up the open up Is that what he's saying? That's what I thought. It sounds right. Is it brother sport or support your brother? Let's look up the lyrics. Because I think it's about a message to his kids. I know it sucks that daddy's gone. All right, so open up your throat and let time, all of that time go. 
I know it sucks that daddy's gone, but try to think of what you want. You've got to open up your, open up your, open up your throat. <laughs> That's a weird message to your kids. I think a lot of these, um, well, maybe that doesn't really support what I'm going to say, but I think a lot of the lyrics are pretty mundane in this, <laughs> it's just and they're they just like it. weird. Yeah, That's I don't song. think I, I don't think I know enough the lyrics to any one song. Summertime to, like, clothes, really like oh, I'm like summertime sweating clothes, in bed. Yeah. And so I go for a walk in the summertime. Tom, yeah. you were right, though. Some of the lyrics on Brother Sport, oh, part of it goes no, support sport, your brother, no, no, and then sport, it goes bro. sport brother. Mm. So it's saying support sport. your brother, sport brother. That's what he's saying during that part. In like the support him in sports or something? I guess like a stop? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to discuss the, uh, the visual illusion on the album cover? Ah, uh, yes. What is this called? The the visual illusion it's that like you know it's illusory motion magic eye a type of no. illusion so it, it's magic a still image a but it looks like it pops moving. out at you yeah is that the thing from uh Mallrats? illusory motion based on the works of japanese psychologist akiyoshi kataoka akiyoshi. they must be big fans <laughs> so Another Maryland reference, obviously. Mayweather posted the name William, of the album, yeah. Yeah, where we've seen them play a few times. Yeah. You know, you know the history of that name. Oh, of course. History. You don't know that, Neil? Uh, the heiress to the post cereal family. Is it donated really? the yeah. money, but then didn't end up donating the money. I don't even think she gave the money. They still ended up naming it after her. She's the one who owned Mar-a-Lago. Yes. She owned Mar-a-Lago, and then Trump bought it. Oh, I'm sorry, this got political. I got it political. <laughs> um, she also has a. I think she has some a mansion that she donated in D.C. Oh. near Rock Creek Park, like near Cleveland Park or something. What should be like the Scientologist? No, I don't think so. I think it's like a. It's like one of those mansions that you can go and check out. Oh, this is how rich people lived back in the 20th century. Meriwether. Favorite album? Mm. Um, yeah, probably. I think I'd stick to... Um, strawberry. The one before, what is it? Strawberry Jam. Yeah, Strawberry Jam. I'd agree. I, I, think, I think it's my favorite album, but not my favorite um, work of theirs. <laughs> my favorite thing is an EP they did. Is it, can I guess? Yeah. I think it's next. Is it All Be Kind? The EP? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, then you're wrong. Oof. Because that is well, amazing. That's the next uh, release that they did. I've never listened to that. What's good about it? The songs are great. Like, really? What I Want Sky is really good. And I did not know that it is a sample of Unbroken Chain by Grateful, The Grateful Dead. Isn't that the something about like the first legal Grateful Dead sample ever? Oh, really? Something something they did was uh, in that was like that. That's cool. Yeah, there, there's a few good songs. What would I want? Sky. Um, I think I can is also pretty good and great. I mean, Grays also. They're all good anyway. It it was it was the first. Uh legal licensed grateful dead sample and they did it they agreed to it because the bassist for um grateful dead 
Phil Lesh really Phil likes Lesh. Animal Collective. Interesting. That makes sense. <laughs> what's their What's their next release after that? Well, I don't think the Grateful Dead made any more new albums after. No, that. not Grateful Dead. <laughs> so there is Oddsack, which is a visual album. I think they just did another one of those recently. I they did do a visual album recently, but I didn't know there was another one before that. Yeah. They're it's always called, doing weird stuff. It's called Odd Sack? Yeah. All in it's word. not even on Spotify. It's probably a lot of just set noises and yelling and like, oh. So it's not a visual album in the sense that Beyonce's Lemonade was a visual album. No. I think they take it a little, I don't know. More. It's just like an experiment, I guess. They're like, let's just make this and not make any money off of it. Maybe. Their their next proper album then was in 2012, Centipede Hurts, right? Right. And they have a few EPs that came out in 2012 also. Transverse Temporal Gyrus, which I've never, never <laughs> going to listen to that. Honeycomb and Gotham, which I think we have listened to, but I don't remember it, either of them. Yeah. And then Applesauce was released as a single also. Right. Did you like Centipede Hearst? I don't think anyone did. I, it has grown on me. Yeah, because you saw them perform it live. It's like what uh, Daft Punk did with Human After All. No one liked it, and then they did it live, and then everyone liked it. Mm. But you don't listen to like studio cuts of those songs, because they're not that great. You know I what? Like Human After All. Really? Of course. Yeah. I like their songs played live, and then re-recorded. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's arguing that Daft Punk's best album is... Alive 2007, but... Do you guys have a Daft Punk one yet? Not yet. No. no. I'd like to just say my personal disappointment in the lack of a Live 17. I, I think we're all we're all there. Yeah, We're okay. all with you on that. Here's to a Live 2027. Neil swore that he would <laughs> literally kill Chris to get this to, <laughs> <laughs> to see Alive 2017. Alright, so we got uh, eight years until Alive 2027. 2027. <laughs> I liked Centipede Hurts, and I, I think probably it's for the reason you described, Jake. It's probably because that's the one where I saw them do it live. And, you know, there's some actual good songs on there. Like, I like Monkey Riches. I think Monkey Riches by far is the best song on that. I think you. It's the only song. I deleted like everything but Monkey Riches, and I was like, I'll just keep that one. Um, I also like Father Time. Father yeah. Time, yeah. Bullies, I'm pretty good with. I don't know. I think it's definitely a listenable album. Yeah, it's not their worst album. No. That has that'll come next. You want you want to say painting with is their worst album? No, the one after that. Sorry. Oh, which I one's after that? <laughs> um, so their next album after Centipede Hurts is Painting With in 2016, which is not no definitely not their worst album. Um, Floridata I, is a great song. It was very overplayed though. Mm-hmm. Overplayed on what? on my spotify account <laughs> by me oh, okay. i would agree yeah i could see like it's 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 a song you want to overplay until it's ruined for you yeah you just got some songs you just gotta do it run it yeah because the they're catchy as shit golden gal also even, great yeah. even catchier and on delay which i would you not really put like. up there with those two i liked hocus pocus and the burglars also and i think that's it Everything and in else general the they did too like. much um like slightly oh, offset lyrics. Yeah. Between A V Bear and Vanderbilt. Nah, nah, nah. mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I saw them with you twice on this tour, and I think I've listened to this album once after seeing after seeing both concerts. I was like, I should listen to this once, through at least. But those I like two that time. songs are great. I like that time we went and just were like, yeah, let's show up late and hang up, hang out at the back, just dance like idiots. That was great. That was at nine thirty club, right? Yeah. Was, I mean, I'm not going to say it was better than the other times, but we had already seen them so many times. Like, I didn't need to actually, like, physically see them. Yeah. That was very fun. They have a lot of lights anyway. They also have a live at 930 album. So we may Do have that. been there for one of those. Wait, so then what's their worst album? Um, the Well, the worst album is the thing, the full album they released after that. But Andrew before Green. that, they released an EP. Uh, which is my favorite thing they've done, Meeting of the Waters. Oh, that one is pretty good. Yeah. It's just like Amazon <laughs> rainforest. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I, if I remember correctly, I think they just recorded a lot of ambient noise like in the Amazon and then just made music over it. Is this... Um, did you tell me about the song Man of Oil? Man of Oil is my favorite song. It's actually. really good. It is. Jake, have you listened to it? No. And I, I think you'd like it. So apparently this is only... A collaboration between AV Care and Geologists. Ooh. Who, for those of you uh, who don't know, always wears a headlight or headlamp at the. I think always. Geologist or AV Care? At least at the concert. Uh, yeah, at the concert. He's a maybe. You know, uh. he's looking at rocks and tunnels. <laughs> so, Geologist is the one who studied marine bio, right? Are you. Is that a joke? No. One of, one of them. Studied marine biology. Why would, that's he, why so many why would he not be the... called marine biologist? <laughs> because panda bear is not an actual panda bear. I just have to go whale next to him all the time. I think I thought that was the reason why so many of uh, their albums and releases have this sort of water theme. I think it's because they do a lot of drugs. That could also be it. But the thing that they did after it, Tangerine Reef, is the one from last year, 2018. That was also a visual album, right? It was a visual album. It was meant to promote something about um, about coral health. Oh. It's just really bad. Hmm. There's a song called Jake and Me. Yeah, there is a song called Jake and Me. I was going to mention that. That's that's probably 70% um, of the reason we have Jake on this episode. There's also a song called Inspector Gadget. So. That's the other 30% of the reason we have Jake on this episode. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched the video part of this album, and maybe that makes it better. I but musically, somehow think it's it would very, make it worse. Musically, it's just very... It reminds me of being in an aquarium. It's the musical equivalent of going to an aquarium, which maybe that's what they were going for, but it just doesn't make a good album. I couldn't see why anyone would think that would be a good idea. I, I don't know. Maybe Maybe they've just... I think they do try to do something different with every album, which you have to respect at least a little bit. Mm. And I think maybe this is just the flip side of that, where sometimes they make something really good, and then sometimes they make Tangerine Reef. Well, apparently this album did not have Panda Bear in it at all. A lot of their uh, a lot of their albums don't have the full complement yeah. of all four of them. Um, actually, I wanted to ask you guys about your favorite non-animal collective like 
maybe just a single band member. Oh yeah, or, we we're gonna talk about their solo stuff, yeah. all their solo stuff. Um, you guys know the AV Tear photography, I think, better than I do because I I don't think I've listened to any of that. I I mean, I know of AV Tear's Slasher Flicks. Yeah, pretty much the only other thing I can speak to it from Animal Collective is one song off that Panda Bear album and uh, that Deacon album that came out. Which is fantastic. I, I, I listened to that. I like that. It's a good album. There's only like four songs. There's more. There's like seven. What's the Deacon album? Uh, oh. Sleep Cycle. Yeah, it's really good. There's really six like, songs. Good House. Yeah. It is a good house. It's really good house is the only one that sticks out to me there. But I think I like the rest of it, too. That is my favorite solo album. Sleep Cycle, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will check that out. I've always been more into A.V. Tear, Animal Collective Music, than the Panda Bear stuff. So I, I've listened to Panda Bear solo stuff, most of any other solo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because I saw him at Coachella when I went. Well, Panda Bear on his own has, uh, what is it called? Mr. Noah? That's Mr. Pretty, Noah, yeah. That's a pretty, that was a pretty big album. Boys Latin also is, I think, a really good song. Boys Latin. Mm-hmm. His, al- his 2015 album, that's the one where I saw him. That was Panda Bear Meets the Grim Reaper. That has Mr. Noah and Boys Latin on it. Oh. But he has like oh, sorry, three Tom other Boy. albums beside that. Tomboy is pretty popular. Right? I haven't heard it. I think that's his main... That was his biggest one. Maybe, I don't know. Does Geologist have any solo stuff? I don't... I feel like he doesn't. But I can tell you that after Animal Collective plays a show at the 930 Club, at about midnight, Geologist does a live DJ set. He also created the soundtrack for the Morphologic Studios short film Man of War. What is that? If you have to ask, you're not ready for it. (laughs) I want to. I'm gonna say without. Don't look this up. I just want to see what your guys' opinion are. I'm gonna give a name, like one of their real names, and I want you to match it. I think I can do it to their stage names. You think you can do it? I know two of them, so I can just guess on the other two. <laughs> All right. Jake, you ready? Yep. Brian White. I'm going to guess Geologist. Yes. Noah Lennox. Jake? So I'm going to say AV Tear. I'm going to go Panda Bear. Tom is right. Come on. Josh Dibb. I'm going to go Deke. Uh, <laughs> yes. And David Portner. I'm going to go with uh, Ringo. Uh, <laughs> it's actually Panda Bear again. No, uh, it's Woo, yeah. Three for three. Good job. Wait, didn't we and look at who, You guys think Deacon is the least essential, right? Well, he's like he's the, on least the least core to like the Animal Collective. Collective? Mm-hmm. But like... He's, uh, he's one album you know, in Arson's own right. He's like the Neil Young to their Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Young. So arguably better by most. Well, he's his own thing. Yeah. 
but also part of them, and arguably better. Yeah. That's a good analogy. I'm not really sure it works, but I like it. I, I could be on the show for a lot of other bands. If we could just do, like, a melange of bands. You know, if you guys have, like, a melange episode, bring me on. Not Solange, although I could do a Solange episode, too. Well, we had th- talked about, you know, like, yeah, doing, like, I don't know, a, bu- a bunch of bands that are somehow have some yeah. sort of connection. We, we can totally yeah. do that for the next music one. Like, uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't, I don't have anything to say, actually. I was just hoping that when I said that, something would spark. The other thing, just going back to the Animal Collective uh, thing that I like is the Daft Punk song, Doing It Right, that features Panda Bear. Oh, that does feature Panda Bear. <laughs> oh, that's a great song. Yeah. That's on the 2013 album, right? Random Access? Yep. yep. Doing it right. You know, the robot singing? Yeah. yeah. If you feel it right. I think it's if you do right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else you guys want to say about Animal Collective or any other solo stuff? <clears throat> Probably. Let me think about it. Uh, so you don't like talk about like which one would you sleep with if you had to? No, no. Well, we, we actually we do, do have also. one question. A very important question, a very serious question of utmost importance, if you will. Ugh, is this like your like thing? Pretty much. <laughs> Tom, you ask it. Which two combination of Animal Collective members would would produce the best Animal Collective member? I'm gonna go geologist and panda bear. Good choice. Gonna say just Amy Tear and Panda Bear together. Well, hold on. They came out with that first album together, and I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, but they're like an experimental group, so like you'd expect their early stuff to be like real lo-fi or weird, right. and then like over time as they get more popular, their music would get more poppy too. And then I guess after a while they do like post poppy where they do weird stuff or like their or what they're doing now where they're like raising stuff for causes and it's like, yeah, but like Maybe just make good music. That's so wrong to say. Like, raise money for good causes outside your music, maybe. Or maybe I'll just stop judging. Anyway, you'd expect them to get more poppy over time, because, like, they get their weird, like, all out of the way early. I'm going to go with... Tom, what's your answer? I'm going to go with Deacon and Geologist, because, you know, we've never seen that combo. Maybe they, maybe it's like the Beatles where, you know, freaking Paul and, and John just held everyone else back and then Ringo did his thing. I think Ringo and George together. George back. They did hell, yeah. Ringo and George together. We, when we Ringo went we solo, they had to. Things. He came out with a big hit. It just yeah, stayed he's easy. Like, he's like their little no, brother, you know? He's like their little he's brother. Older. They all felt he's older than all of them. Yeah, but he has the least talent by far. He's a good talent. Yeah. Yeah. So they is say he... Paul was equal, if not better. At drumming? Yes. Yeah. They said Ringo isn't the best drummer in the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. Ringo isn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. If you guys were part of Animal Collective, what would your name be? Uh, 
feel like I don't want to village peopleify uh, Animal Collective by adding too many other occupations. Uh, and, you know, pretty much like anything, once, once you view it through that lens, is like, in what sort of tight-fitting leather outfit would I be in? Tom, you um, go. <laughs> I think I would be giraffe. Giraffe? Because even though they're... And maybe this would be kicked out of the band. They're called Animal Collective, but none mm-hmm. of them. Actually, there is an animal, panda bear. Yeah. Take that back. So I would just be the second animal to the collective. You would just be giraffe? Yeah. All right. Why is one of them named panda bear? I don't know. I don't know. What does Terror mean? I think AV sounds a little bit like Dave. That's all I could mm-hmm. get for you. Tear is when you set the scale to zero. T-A-R-E? Yeah. I didn't know. Why is Deacon called Deacon? Probably has to do with Maryland. Yeah, Mayor. Deacon, Maryland. Oh, really? I'm I'm guessing. You could probably just Google it. Just Google it, people. (laughs) I would definitely just be Bowie. That would be great. Yeah, I'd be. And it or would like, be great because everyone would be like, oh, are you named after David Bowie? And you're like, be that's like, not how no. you pronounce it. That is not <laughs> how it's pronounced. Yes. But I wanted to do something with an animal also, but I don't I don't know if I can combine the well, two Well, I things. already took that. Yeah. I could I'll be, be like, or Bowie. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, be like new... fluid. You'd be what? Fluid. Fluid? Like Just the like name that. Fluid? Yeah, I really. I like, like that it. a lot, actually. I don't. I think that's gross. It goes with their water theme. Yeah. See. It's a little too. A little too on the head there. You could be plasma, not quite fluid, not quite gas. Don't rename me. <laughs> Red fluid. Was there anything else we talk about about the animal collective? <clears throat> what do you want to talk about, Jake? I don't fucking know. I don't have anything. I wanted to talk about that show with the marionettes. You mean the Muppets? In the 60s, in Britain, they made like 10 full-length sci-fi series that were just marionette-based. Well, do you have do you have enough info to do an episode about marionettes? Because we can just do another episode right now about marionettes. No, I definitely don't have the energy for that. But, like, I just, I just want to get this in that, like... All these dudes did was just like play, like made great little things, I'm sure, but they're just playing with puppets and like giving them serious, serious faces. It's like you were watching all. When I first switched to it, I was like, "Oh, this must be some episode of Star Trek I've never seen where everyone gets turned into puppets." It's like Team America. Yeah, but serious. It's played serious. How could it be played serious? Because it was like this is how we'll get the cool sci-fi effects uh... via puppetry. Because it's '60s British television. Hmm. What What was this show? Was this Thunderbirds or was this something else? No, it was um, Doctor Scarlet or something. Captain Scarlet and the Mysterians. I mean, that honestly sounds like a great show. I kind of want to watch that. Yeah. It's just puppets. We no, because again, it's serious. Perfect. We it's should do a set in 2068, episode. and it has to do with the war between the Earth and Mars. Oh. 
in everything where we colonize Mars, there's always a war later. Yeah. Yeah, man. I feel that's, like that wouldn't happen. That's what they said when they came to the New World, and then there was a war later. Right, but I feel like if you if you colonize another planet, you're completely dependent on Earth for survival. And I mean, Earth in this one, there out. was creatures on Mars, because oh, okay. it was the 60s. New landing, 1969. Yeah. Well, that's our episode. That's right. Um, we have a sign-off thing. We can just say thanks for so listening. Get See you next time. Thoughts. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Been listening to September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. This has been Auricular Odyssey featuring Tom, Neil, and Michael J. That's the best we got. Just say say like facts, and I'll disagree with you. Just go. Come on. Animal Collective is a good band. I disagree. Why? Animal Why are Collective. they a good band? I've never heard them on on my country playlists. Do they play chicken fried? They don't play chicken fried. So not a good band. Next. nice i can see you have like some sort of modern i'm in a bathroom aisle in the background that's what okay it looked like a shower no i'm sitting on the toilet and it is my shower oh, one of like, two like showers oh you have two bathrooms yes and it's great wow i can have so one for cleaning building, myself right? and one for just pooping ah uh.